It's now time for the Ned and Josh podcast. Look, this is not my idea of a good time. All right, strap in. Here we go. A new pod has dawned. Welcome in to another week of the Ned and Josh podcast. That's not bad. I thought you were going to go swipe. You said to me before this, I've got a way to start the show. And yep. that usually means it's going to be god awful and I'm going to have to grit my teeth through whatever you say. But that's actually, that wasn't, that was okay. I appreciate that we're going with a positive energy to start the week. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm not going to let the listener not know behind the curtains that this was actually the second time we had a crack at this because you wouldn't let me do what a do, Neddy Poo, mm. is actually how I started it. And you looked at me in the eyes and went, we're not doing that. Yeah, well, you can see why I was so astounded that that wasn't that bad because the one that came before. <laughs> For it was borderline <laughs> podcast quittingly bad. <laughs> I went, if there's no, this kind of lack of respect is being shown to me off the bat on a Monday on a podcast I also co-host. Nick I'm, I'm out of here. Nick and the team from GoBoat would have been like, well, what happened? Well, I actually introduced Ned in such a way that made him quit. Oh my God. What did you call him? Something awful? I'm just Nettie Poo. <laughs> But it, it was just so. It was. It just showed such a lack of respect. He had to leave to save face. He had to get up and leave. Oh, we're not. We've, we've not done that. I said a new pod has dawned. And That's here good. we are. Yeah. We're getting into another big week. Two hundred dollar GoBoat vouchers up for grabs. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm pumped. But jeez, what a weekend of weather we had here in the ACT. It was awful. There was like borderline flooding going on around Canberra. There wasn't borderline flooding at our house. There was flooding. We had literally, the rain was coming in in such a way that it caused some skylights and stuff to be really put to the test. A test, they failed. And yeah, a lot of of little drips, a lot of buckets were running around with buckets. Skylight always seems good when it's hot out. And then the second it starts raining, it's like, "Mm, I have just cut a big hole in my roof and I'm hoping that nothing happens. um, I, I, the funniest thing happened with all of this for me, because I know a lot of people have had to hit up the SES and it's very, very serious, but we were lucky to get away with just some minor situations, mm. but we were, <laughs> we were in bed this morning and at like two in the morning, just started hearing like, and the dog downstairs oh. out of the water buckets, drinking white rainwater that's filtered through the oh. room. Carrie said the funniest thing. She was like, love, you've got water in a proper bowl. No. She referred to Cosmo as love, which oh, made love. me laugh. Oh, love, you've got water in a proper bowl. <laughs> it is. It does sound like she's talking to like a, a, yeah. someone who hangs oh, out around the bar way too often. It's like, Jesus, Daryl, come on, love, mate. That's not the toilet. And you've been told multiple times that's a fireplace. No, but I reckon for your dog, that would have been the equivalent of like getting up at two in the morning and having like out of the fridge cold water. Yeah, like, sure. Can you have yep. imagine how fresh and cold rain. that rainwater would have how been? How much paint it's gone through and insulation. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, the how many hap- shavings it has in it. The things that happened this morning, though, that um, it was a bizarre sequence of events because I I actually wasn't at home when the storm set in. I was out <laughs> I was out delivering an inflatable m- mattress to someone on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> because selling everything I own is my life now. And everything they must wa- go. The first time ever they weren't home at the time they said they were going to be home. God, so that's rude. I'm standing out in what can only be described as nearly drown-worthy rain. A torrential downpour. Yeah, waiting for this person to come and get an inflatable... I'm like, I, by the time you get here, you'll be able to use this as a boat and go somewhere <laughs> on it. They hold all the power as well because at the end of the so day, you need to get rid of it and you do need money, so they hold all the cards. So I missed out on helping with the, the situation with the buckets oh, and yeah, all of that. You? Yeah, no, I wasn't yeah, there for convenient. it. It was a little convenient. It um, sounds like to me... That 
there, that you actually did drop it off problem free and then you just sat in the ca- McDonald's car park and had a cheeseburger. <laughs> My car like, didn't have any leaks <laughs> in the roof. Um, no, and it's got a skyline as well. I So what happened was this morning we got up and um, we were out the front because the Carrie and the boys had gone on a trip today um, and I was out the front saying goodbye, everything, and Carrie looked at me and goes, oh, look over there, old mate. And I had a look and to the left of us, Guy on the roof cleaning out his gutters. Okay, and then smart. She, then she looked behind me. Mm. Other guy on the right side on his roof cleaning out his gutters. Sandwiched by gutter cleaners. And she said to me, she was like, oh, look at this. It looks like an like apocalypse or something. All the men are on the roof cleaning out the gutters. Mm. And like looked at me and may have said something to that effect three or, <laughs> three or more times in different ways. Yeah. And I looked at her as if to say, I'm not getting on the roof. <laughs> Yeah. I can see that he's doing it. I've nearly watched him fall off twice. The guy behind me has gone yeah. once. It's so dangerous. I'm not getting on the roof. Yeah, I would have loved it if she'd like obviously just drop the passive aggressive, be like, oh, look at this. All the men on the roofs. No men in my house. Huh? No, just a bunch of boys, <laughs> huh? children. Uh, she knows. Put me on the mortgage. <laughs> you want to risk falling off the roof? <laughs> not my house. If I fall off this roof, I want half the house when I come down. <laughs> I was perusing Instagram Reels today, uh, and I wasn't actually really paying attention. I was cleaning up my kitchen and stuff. Oh, we don't do this enough, by the way. I was told this by uh, an internet expert that I know, uh, at Ned and Josh on TikTok oh. and Instagram. Please go and follow us. Yeah, if you haven't, uh, you can see what we look like, and all sorts of things are up there. <laughs> who knows? At who knows Ned what and you'll Josh. find? It's at Ned and Josh, though. That's so very, you are very perusing good. the Reels. Yeah, which I don't usually do because Reels. Are, I, I don't know if you ever get this. I often and Instagram probably should do something about this, see people dying on Instagram Reels very frequently. Sorry? If I pull out my Instagram Reels right now, within six swipes, I would see a person die. Like in an accident? Yeah. Or like, like, like Funniest Time Videos, but it just goes too far? Well, yeah. Because that's what's wrong with the internet. It's like, what are we doing? It is usually like something... It's Well, not you. sometimes it's like full, super, super scarring stuff where I'm like, wow... I don't know how that's A, on there, yeah. and B, why your algorithm keeps showing it to you. I know so many people where they're the same. They're like, I just got, I don't like I've these. Never, I don't I've comment on these. That. After this, I'll show you. Maybe, I don't want to yeah. see it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it today. But as I was scrolling through, uh, I didn't know what I was watching because- <laughs> By the way, we just gave a big promotion for our Instagram accounts yeah. before you said all that. Can confirm, no death. No death. No deaths yeah, on yeah, our Instagram. This is not faces of death. It's just Ned and Josh. Um, I was on there and I was just seeing audio and stuff. Well, hearing audio as I was doing whatever. And I heard this audio probably four or five times before I like swiped up. And I was so confused as to what was going on. Okay. It sounded so odd. Have you brought it to the table? I've brought it to the table. I've oh, brought. The, I've just recorded the audio, Jada. So you will. So <laughs> this <laughs> table is the not red enough. Um, but I, I want to put you in my mind because I couldn't see what was going on. So you'll get the exact same experience that I had. I'd like you to try and guess. It, it turned out to be a celebrity doing something. Okay. All and right. Yep. It's a twofold guessing game that everyone can play right now. Guess a the celebrity. B what they were doing. All right. That I've can I got- ask you one question before we get started? Absolutely. Is this celebrity um, like an Australian celebrity or perhaps maybe like a... Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Hollywood celebrity. Well, Hollywood on the Gold Coast is Australia. <laughs> yeah, it's not always idiot. perfect no. when I want to play that it's sound never grab. Perfect. It's never perfect. It's always yep. forced. It never makes sense. And I'm trying my hardest to ignore <laughs> it. I will say this person's not Australian. Not Australian. Okay, thank Once- you. 
it sounds very, very strange and odd. So you might have to hear it a few times. Okay. But let's just get into it. You want me to? You want me to play it? Press play. I've never heard this. I've just got the button. All right. Uh, okay. So we're guessing what's happening and who and, it is and the celebrity. Okay. God damn it. Whoa. I don't want to be I don't want to be lackluster here, but I would nearly with absolute certainty say that is WWE superstar Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. And would you like to much like guessing someone yep. straight off the bat in Guess Who, mm. where instead of flicking down any things, would you like to also try to guess what that person might be doing? If it is Stone Cold Steve Austin, I what would they be doing? I think it is WWE legend Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I think... He's taking a dump. <laughs> the biggest dump of his life, because that's what I thought when I heard it. May I hear it one more time? Or now with that, that break context, the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do okay, it again. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he has dropped. Is it Stone Cold? It, it is Stone yeah. Cold. Very yeah, well done. Mike for just knowing it was no. the God damn it. Yeah. When he went, ah, God damn it. And yeah, I almost yeah, thought about yeah. cutting that out, but yeah. I think without it, it would have been impossible. What uh, is he doing? He hasn't just dropped no, seven kilos course, in the toilet. No, no, of course. <laughs> what is he doing? May we hear it one more time, Please. and I'm going to really try and block the visual of him taking but the yes, dump. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah, Stone yeah, Cold yeah, Steve Austin. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> God damn it! Whoa! Is he is he taking an ice bath? You've nailed it! Well done! I'm very very impressed. Well done, mate. That's very good. As I was hearing it, I heard four times, and I was like. What is this video? <laughs> Stone Cold's doing like a bit more honor stuff where he's like yeah. racing ATVs and yeah. he's like taking care of his ranch. Maybe he's just promoting a very high fiber diet. <laughs> it's like, this is what happens when you get serious protein on the farm. <laughs> oh, God, it's still alive. Oh, my God. <laughs> little bit of Tasmanian pride for the podcast, which mm. um, I'm very excited about. I always love promoting my fellow Taswegians. This time, in the form of Kathleen Murray. Okay. Uh, Kathleen Murray has won a worldwide competition. It's actually based in Sweden, which is kind of cool. She's beaten out the likes of Germany, France, Canada, Croatia, Sweden, the US, and the UK. Um, she's won a competition to try and find the world's ugliest lawn. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's not really pride as much as it's just Tasmania's won a competition. Well, Tasmanian has yeah. won a competition. Um, yeah, I don't know if pride's the right word. I, I, It's like when they have those ugliest dog competitions. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they're, they're not cute. If I love I were- that people like he's so ugly, he's cute. I'm like, no, he's not. It he- looks like it looks like a goblin has come to life and and mated with a zombie, and it has four legs. <laughs> and I have to wake up yep. every morning to that in my face, going, "Wow, Jesus!" It's not. It's and the lawn. It's not good. If it's yeah. ba- so bad, it's the world's ugliest. Then it's the exact opposite of like the MCG, I guess. Like, so what are we talking? The reason that this is a thing was uh, Sweden started this to encourage water saving and environmentally friendly gardening, and it kind of went global after that. Um, 
Kathleen just essentially lets animals run rampant over her lawn. Like, chickens are there pecking everywhere. She's got a bunch of bandicoots that apparently just dig little holes and try and find, like, worms and stuff. There's an echidna that lives in there. She essentially just has a live animal sanctuary that she kind of lets go to town on her lawn. Okay, well, that's... See, this is what... This is what frustrates me about competitions like this. Yeah, yeah. I think it should be, and no disrespect to Kathleen, congratulations for her efforts. Um, I think if you have clearly just this, mm. right, it should actually be a competition of somebody who's trying. Yeah. And it's just crappy. Like, I okay, think, you know, yeah. you know how they have, like, tidiest town? Yeah. If you're going to have untidiest town, I want to see the town that is still tried, but it hasn't worked. Yeah, I like I don't want to see a town that just doesn't care and yeah. is just letting it go to crap. Like, I want to see a town that's put the effort in and like a like an American idol judge in the early noughties, we go in and crush them. And we're like, no, this is the worst one. I completely agree. I would much rather it be someone with just an awful sense of taste yeah. who's just like put up three pagodas in the backyard yeah, and then- they got like a gnome that isn't funny. Yeah. And like, yeah, I love that stuff. Um. The per- what she's won, uh, Miss Murray, Kathleen Murray, she is the proud owner of the inaugural trophy, which is a commemorative T-shirt. Let me... Do huh? You, th- you think this is good? Um, on the T-shirt, it says, I'm all for guilt-free weekends, especially since my ex-husband left with the lawnmower back in 2016. Okay. It's very wordy. Yeah, it's a, that's I don't think not, it's a prize. I, don't I think that's a funny shirt. Yeah. Um, Do you want me to show you the... I can also show you the lawn. Okay, yep. Just to complete it, because I feel like everything about this has kind of been somewhat disappointing. It's pretty bad. Mm. I can't zoom in this that way, but it's pretty not good. Like, there's unusual. holes everywhere. Yeah, it and doesn't look like a lawn. <laughs> that's. It also just sort of looks like a lot. Yeah. Like, it looks like someone's just never tended to this. I'd say, and this is once again, not to try and take anything away from Tasmania and also not to have a slam on the ACT government, mm. but um, just any nature strip in Canberra <laughs> looks pretty much exactly <laughs> the same as that. <laughs> I always say that uh, I would rather be homeless and have Lenny than have to give him up to move yeah, into somewhere. You do that. love your dog. I love him so much. He's a, my little bundle of joy, my sweet little guy. Um, I love him so much. Uh, and I couldn't imagine a world where I would be like, you know what? I would I would move I would completely revolve my oh life around my him. Oh my god. What? Don't look now, but here comes a butt, everybody. Yeah. A big old butt. But <laughs> <laughs> Very good. If my dog, Lenny, had done this to me, I could be very easily spoken, talked into, maybe, mm. maybe giving him back. The story goes, what? Couple were sleeping in their home in America, had a home invasion, which is terrifying. That is scary. And, uh, but thankfully... Just a robbery. Like, they, they just broke in, wanted I'll stuff. I'll say didn't make any contact with the people. Didn't really make any no, contact with the people. I think if we if, if my house is ever broken into at night and people just steal a bunch of stuff, that's obviously terrifying, but I don't want to know it's happened. Exactly. Like, if you wake up in the morning like, oh, my God, the Nutri-Grain's all over the floor, and then you go, oh, my laptop's gone, you'd be pissed, but at least you're not traumatized. Exactly right. And, yeah, you don't want to wake up in the middle of the night and just run I mean, into strangers in your house still and stuff. fairly traumatic just being robbed, but uh, you get my point. Yeah, no, I get it because I completely agree. Um, so this couple wakes up to find out that they're being robbed, and so they're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Hopefully, we just stay in the room, they'll leave. Try to wake up their dog to be like, hey, 
mm. need some help. Like yeah. you're, you're a guard dog. Wake up. Do something. Dog doesn't wake up. Because I'm imu- imagining they've got to be quite quiet. You don't want to be like, hey, wake up. Yeah, so it's they're pretty like- traditional that you don't walk in and make a bunch of noise when you're burgling a house that people are inside. I, I mean, I've never or when done you're being burgled. I've never done it. But I think, yeah, that's you try and be quiet. This is it. So you have the, the person, the burglar being quiet. Then you have the couple also trying to be quiet because they don't want to alert the burglar. So everyone's being very quiet. And this dog, unfortunately, is just not waking up. Mm-hmm. Person leaves, steals everything. On the way out, makes such a noise that the dog wakes up and immediately starts attacking both the couple in bed. Starts being like, damn, what the hell was that? Jumps on the bed, freaking out, like giving them bites on their legs. But he just doesn't know. So he's trying to get them to wake up or is he scared? I think he's just very excited and scared and doesn't really know what's going on. So he's immediately woken up and started attacking his owners. Mm -hmm. After that... because the police showed up and they were like, what happened? <laughs> like, Not only was I robbed, but my dog also attacked me as well. After that, I would be like, there is obviously an understanding where you can't contribute. You're a dog. You can't get a job. There's no rent. That's fine. But, but, but you is the only thing you can do that's if the there's o- a burglar. That's your only currency. Mm-hmm. If you can't even bring that to the table, I would be like, well... If you're not going to defend special, it, your yeah. special little guy who you yeah. love so much, you would kick him to the curb if you were robbed and he didn't do anything about it. If you're not going to defend this house, <laughs> then you don't deserve to be in this house. How's that? Because I was going to defend it by being very quiet and hiding from the robber. I needed you as your big dog self to just go, run, 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 and then leave. I reckon I could do a convincing enough dog noise. Okay, you go. Give leave. me your convincing dog noise. So someone's no, away from the microphone. Yeah, right. some, yeah. but someone's breaking in. Um, all right, mm-hmm. someone's breaking in, and if I did this from like five rooms away, so you've got to also take in that it's going to be that it'd be keep in mind we're in the studio apartment. I've got neighbours, so yeah. they might actually. I'll do. I it. think it's a dog, but you, yeah, okay. I get a complaint letter. Okay, ready? Then we'll know it's worked. No, no, I can you tell wouldn't... that's a person. Nah, yeah, not. I can tell that's a person. <laughs> it sounds like someone's <laughs> taking a dump. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I need to close my eyes. I just saw you do it. <laughs> That's pretty good. That one was pretty good. <laughs> just stop laughing. You can uncover your eyes now as well, by what the way. What the f*** do we do for a job, dude? <laughs> do you remember the moment you realised as an adult that, like, other adults are stupid and, like, everybody's just a kid that's just gotten older. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably more recently than it should have happened. Mm. Definitely probably in my 20s, I realised that I'm like, oh, the, these people that I've been like, oh, they know. And they eventually, I'll know. It's like, oh, no, they don't know at all. They're, just, they're just more confident than I am. There's somewhat no pressure on me to know either. We'll all just <laughs> not know together. How great's that going to be? It's sort of a freeing thought to have where you're like, oh, yeah, whatever. I, because of Carrie's boys, get to be put on a pedestal all the time and I see it of where a child clearly believes that I've just, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, and I'm okay. like, oh, you haven't learnt this yet. <laughs> you just don't know. This morning, uh, we had to get everybody ready to get in the car and I wasn't going on the trip, so I'm I'm staying back. And uh, the boys are getting loaded into the car. I'm helping up get the iPads, the chargers, everything. It's basically like loading a plane. Like mm. I'm getting the boys in the back seat. And then the oldest turns to me and goes, I said to him, why are you in the back, not the front? And he goes, well, because you're coming. Mm. I, at this point, am not wearing shoes Yeah, and I'm in a dressing gown. I've got my undies on underneath the dressing gown. So, like, shirtless, no shoes, dressing gown. This 10-year-old boy believes that being an adult's that rad Mm. that I know we're about to go on a trip 
and I'm just deciding this is what I'm wearing. I've, I've picked my trip yeah. attire. And he, at 10, has gone, well, that's what I'd do. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? When no one can tell me what to do, that's how I'm going to dress. Yeah. And obviously, that's what Josh is doing. He's ready to go on his trip. He hasn't gotten dressed, hasn't had a shower, hasn't brushed his teeth, hasn't done anything... But he's ready to go. I will say, doesn't have great perception skills. <laughs> won't probably won't make a good detective if he wants to be. If he can't figure out that, I look. see. That's what he is insanely smart. And so, what I'm actually thinking is, it's just he's also insanely ten. He's thinking yeah. that you can have like chocolate for dinner. You can like when you're an adult, you can just do whatever you want. And he's in for such a horrible fall when he realizes. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Yeah, the only time where that ever is a thing for me... Because sometimes I have these thoughts where I'm like, I'm an adult. I have a car. I have my license. Mm -hmm. Even though it's one in the morning, like... Who cares? I, I, I could, could go and get Maccas. I could right now. And that's the only time it ever eventuates into mm. anything. I just go and get like $5 worth of Maccas. And I'm like, <laughs> look at me go. I have a cheeseburger now when I didn't have one five minutes ago. Great. You beauty. <laughs> it doesn't... It, it it in it, like I'm not going to a funeral in a dressing gown. Like that's yeah. it, it never it never eventuates in that way. When you put it into effect, it's so much more underwhelming mm-hmm. than you could ever imagine. Where you're like, yeah, I'm just sort of like existing a little bit outside of the norm. It's not like yeah, as you said, you're gonna wear a dressing gown to a wedding or you're gonna go like the fact that we're doing this on the podcast before school goes back. So there's not a bunch of kids listening to this right now going, oh wait, so like growing up doesn't really change anything. Mm-mm. I'm gonna be in charge now then. <laughs> Yeah, I look, I will say, as someone who's in charge, don't be. <laughs> Enjoy that freedom for a Keep little bit longer. More, and, and the key word there is free. Yeah. Enjoy the free <laughs> ride as long as you can. <laughs> we talked about Tasmania a little earlier on the podcast, and it makes me sad to say we'll be doing that again now. Um, Righto. I, what's wrong with you? See, we have a huge announcement. The Queen is back. What? In terms of we now have someone we could call the Queen ah. and we all would immediately as Australians kind of go, oh, I know who you're talking about. I know the lady you're talking about. Princess because Mary. Princess Mary, probably by the time you're listening to this, will be the Queen of Denmark. Hell yeah. Tasmanian royal. Yeah, that's what she's done. <laughs> she's gone from being Tasmania all the way through to being Queen of Denmark. Go on. You, you no, get, I'm you done. Get into no, it? I'm done. I'm not no, going to make. Done. I've already said some nasty stuff by saying I don't even want to talk about Tasmania. Sitting <laughs> yeah. has homed you for six years. It's the least just you could do. So annoying, though. Like why? And I, don't, I think Mary seems lovely, and it's all great. Yeah, I was going to say you careful. You watch your tongue. I will tell you why it's annoying. Here are the couple of reasons it's annoying. I didn't. I thought we'd all kind of decided. As a general rule, there was no real need to pay attention to any other European royal family. Like we locked in the when one. we say the royals, we mean the British royals. Yeah. And now it's like, oh god, now I need to understand Denmark and why the <laughs> queen over there is abdicated to her son Frederick, who's now the king, and that's Mary's husband, and she's the queen. It's very confusing. Why do I need to understand? I just didn't want to have to pay attention to a whole other royal family. Yeah. Uh, so that's annoying. But the second thing that's annoying, and this is really specific to me, really specific to me. <laughs> yeah. Every time we go to Sydney, Carrie points out the pub they met in. Oh, like yeah, the one Princess, that yeah, yeah, they're like Mary oh, yeah, and- that where Prince, Princess Mary and Frederick met. She points it out like she's never done it before. She points it out every single time. <laughs> and now the boys, who are both ten and under, by the way, don't care either. They've had it pointed out to them so many times. They're like, 
Yeah, we know. She's, Stop. She's sort of ruined it. Yeah, but this is the thing. It's only going to get worse now. She's actually the queen. Well, now it makes more sense for her to say it because it's literally the queen. And it's like, hey, the queen of Denmark met her future partner in here. I don't think even the people who run the pub have mentioned as many times <laughs> that this is where the queen of Denmark met her future husband, as has my partner, Carrie. Do you think... What, is that, what was that uh, incident meme a couple of months or years times... Flies by Time's now. a concept post-COVID, yeah. Where it's like, uh, he's a 10, but he wears Crocs in the shower. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What What does it do to you where it's like, he's a 3, but he also is going to be the future king of Denmark? Does it automatically make you a 10? Or like, well, this is the problem. I don't know what you actually get for being king of Denmark. Like, I know if you're British royal family, you get like helicopters and trains and all sorts of things. Like, did, what do they get in Denmark? Cheaper flat pack. I know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's sweet. sweet. That's Sweden. So we're not even yeah. doing the proper yeah. European is- joke. This is what I mean. I'm not ready to listen to a whole other story about another European royal family. What does Denmark... It doesn't actually... What does Denmark kind of do? They have a cool flag. Maybe you get da- free flags. Honestly, I don't think Danishes, like the pastry, they, <laughs> I don't think they're actually from Denmark. I so- would be very surprised if Danishes aren't from Denmark. I don't know. <laughs> do, we not, do we not want to rethink that one a little bit? Where else would they be from? <laughs> You're aware of what a walk of shame is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, um, yeah, no, yep. Well, I'm just every maybe adult is. So yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. It's just it's the act of like maybe getting back somewhere after a big night mm-hmm. or after. It's just it's exactly what it sounds like. You're it's wearing what, the same clothes you're wearing for the night before. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Now look, I don't, I'm not going to get into your personal agenda or whatever, but <laughs> I, have you? I've I've done a walk of shame before, and you feel just kind of like. Shames, it's it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's a ridiculous term. It's not it's not dirty in that I feel no. like I've done something wrong, but dirty is in like I just feel gross. Like, yeah, like I'm you just haven't like, had a shower. I haven't had a shower, yeah. and you walk around in your clothes. It's not like, starting Ugh. the day as as the as you would normally. That's why it's notable. I have found one that doesn't require staying over at someone's house or maybe having a big night or anything. Uh, it's a day to day walk of shame that I think is almost the most embarrassing version oh, of really? a walk of shame. Yep. Okay, I don't know if you've had it happen to you but I can guarantee you've seen it uh, and it's a very new thing it's only like happened very very recently over the last like 10 years it's because technology's gotten so good that now it's like back on us stupid humans to try and be better and we're just not okay when you are going grocery shopping at really any supermarket that has the self-serve checkouts the walk of shame when <sighs> someone thinks that a, a register is free and they mm-hmm. walk over to it to see it's out of order or maybe something's yeah. gone wrong with it and you have to do that shameful walk back to the like back to <laughs> the, the line where mm-hmm. everyone else is i've ha- i've done it and you yeah. feel without anyone saying anything you feel like such an idiot, an idiot yeah. and you feel such a sense of shame because i imagine because i've seen it happen everyone in the line wants to go hello all right kino look you've come back to us haven't you yeah maybe you're not ready everyone here wasn't an idiot and was just like oh i, I guess know what a, a free one what a turbocharged walk of shame would be like i don't think there is such a thing maybe if like a, your best friend caught you coming back from your ex's house when yeah. you're like i'm never going back to her or him sure. ever again um, the turbocharged walk of shame for this though is when somebody behind you in the self serve lines like, "What are you waiting yeah. for? I'm, uh, Free fine, one, I'm gonna go then." Yeah, yeah. And then they go oh. and they have to walk back in front of you because you accurately judge that we're no free ones. I've had that happen to me a couple of times. Me too. And the feeling I get to have in myself of like, "Oh, what an idiot!" Yeah. And I'm so glad that wasn't me. I love doing it when someone goes, "Mate, there's a free one there." 
I love going like, oh, no, you go, you go then. And then making them go and do I've it. I've never and done that. I, can't done Im- I couldn't imagine an adrenaline rush like that. It was a thrill. I think it'd be akin to skydiving. I I've can't imagine how good that would feel if someone was like, oh, what are you waiting for, champion? You're like, no, you go before me, mate. And, and then they have to walk back. You have to, you don't oh. have to, you have to pull a face. You don't yeah. have to say anything. You stand there. But they know that. Mm-hmm. You are both aware that this person is a fool and a moron. Just go, I'm in charge now. <laughs> Give me your wallet. Help me take my groceries to the car. <laughs> you have to pay for my groceries Excuse now. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> pay for my children's education moving forward. You've made such a fool of yourself you've, now. You've made a right tit of yourself. I now get to demand things. <laughs> Give me your keys. Give me your car keys. And I'm coming over for dinner tonight. I don't care who makes it, but I would like a home-cooked hot meal by the time I'm ready for dinner tonight. <laughs> you understand me, sir? This was your... Your mistake. <laughs> Go Boat, not just have the locations here in Canberra. They're also in Brisbane, Gold Coast, Sydney, and Melbourne. They've given us $200 to give away on every podcast this week. We are going to be doing it today by kicking off with the TikTok game. This isn't bad. Yeah, brand new theme song. Yeah, compared to some of the other things I've heard on this show. High not, stakes. Not bad. High stakes. The stakes do feel quite high uh, listening to this music. Now, if you've never heard this game before, there's a jar of TikTok biscuits here in the home studio. <laughs> yep, the studio apartment. Someone will get on the phone or we'll get them on the phone and they will just try and guess the TikTok or the time on the TikTok biscuit that I pull out of the jar. Mm. Very interesting discovery that I've made today oh, when yeah, I've actually, come into the yeah, studio. Let's turn um, the music off because this is serious business. No, it's, well, yeah, it is, I guess. There's been a borderline robbery that's mm. happened. I left and there was easily over 30 TikTok biscuits in this jar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe I'll do a, an audio clue as to how many is left. There's one. One left. There's one. So we could play the game. Now, I don't live here. <laughs> yeah. Do you well, live here? I actually don't live here either, really. Oh, We're okay. using it as a studio. I yeah, okay. do spend a bit of time here, though. Yeah. What are you, what t- what are you using your time for? To eat. Biscuits that have time on them. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm Do not going to lie understand. with you. This is not okay. At this least is a I, prop for the show. Yeah, but I left one. I left one. We can still play it's the great. game and then I'll replenish them before we play the next game. So tomorrow, then you'll go out and buy TikTok biscuits no, tomorrow. You can play TikTok game again tomorrow. Well, maybe I would like to hear. I also, by the way, would also like a TikTok biscuit. Yeah. And now there's one left, and now, scumbag. And now we are at the top of the mountain of honesty where you will have to admit now while you're trying to absolutely not just throw, but like just bobsled me under a bus. Yeah. You eat you under the bus. You also had some of these TikTok biscuits, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Guess yeah. what? Didn't have over 30, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe between one and five at most. We're right. here. We're ready to go. Well, I'd like to build intrigue, but how does it work, the TikTok game, if you're a brand new to the podcast? Well, we did explain that, that they, the, the caller has to guess the time on the TikTok biscuit. Usually, I give them the choice of what icing would you like on your TikTok yeah. biscuit. There's just, only one. Just white There's today. just one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. The time is the time. Should, should I say what the time is now to see if they... like? Because we don't have the caller, obviously, on yet. Can you do me a favour? What? Can you stop trying to arrange how this game works? Live? Live, yeah. But, but yeah, I think idea? that actually adds intrigue to I, everybody listening. Like, we haven't called the person yet. We'll get the details punched in. I take your point. I'll stop trying to change games. This might be a good way, to I think. spice up the TikTok game. The time on the TikTok biscuit, the white iced TikTok biscuit, is 10 past 11. Okay. All right. All right, well, let's punch in the details. Let's get this person on. Lindsay. Lindsay, are you there? How are you? Very good. How are you? Very good. Thank Very you. Very well, thanks, Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay, are you ready to play the TikTok game with us? 
I sure am. I've been like building up to this. Oh, this is my I mean, goodness. I believe our team did reach out to you like a few days ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I even and I went to the supermarket and I bought some TikTok biscuits. <laughs> oh my god! I like, I yep, got the kids on board. My husband's on board. We're, we're like a family invested. Oh, I love it. This and is I, incredible. I also feel so bad now that it's taken this long to get around to actually <laughs> recording it. Um, I look, do love that we suggested a while ago that because this is a very one-sided game where we're just asking you to guess the time on a TikTok biscuit, maybe this can be the first reitera- uh, iteration where we get to guess Lindsay's TikTok biscuit. Oh, yeah. If you oh, for, if have you got them that handy? That would be so good. No, we ate them all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are long gone. When you listen yeah. back you know, to the podcast... keep them from the kids? No way. Yeah, when course. you listen back to the podcast, Lindsay, you'll be like, oh, that was a common theme. Yeah, exactly. uh, this is our last TikTok biscuit because I've eaten a whole bunch of them. Josh also ate pretty much all of our TikTok biscuits, Lindsay, so don't it's feel bad. They're pretty... They're- a lot like Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah, exactly right. Correct, correct. All right. Well, we definitely have one TikTok biscuit left, Lindsay. Um, any questions? Any thoughts? Any sort of stirrings that you might have? No. Well, in our packet, we noticed a little bit of a trend. So I do mm. have a number. I do have a time in mind. Oh. This could be I think this very is handy for the you, The first Lindsay. time anybody has ever admitted to doing... Not just research, but extensive research to play the TikTok game. Very interesting. This is very, very interesting. All right, Lindsay, well, you've done research. You've done the work in the back end. Take it away. I'm excited to see if you can get this. Let's hear it. All right. um, My guest today is five to two, or as my son would say, 11 to two. (laughs) Vincent, that's very cute. That's very cute. That's very cute. In what is truly upsetting, Lindsay, <laughs> it's not 11 to 2, it's 2 past 11. So the hands are exactly no, where you no need way. them to be, yeah. they're just the wrong way around. It's current, It's 10 past 11. Oh, so, no way. Yeah, that is the closest I think we've ever gotten. Mm. That's disappointingly close, you were getting. Yeah, you were getting the numbers right you just had the, the wrong numbers. way around. That was perfect, and I was so excited. When, <gasps> when you said the, obviously, it's not five past anything, so when you said five, I was like, well, that we're sucks. Yeah. Didn't realise how incredibly close it was going to be, though. Good on you, Linz. That was in- so impressive. You know what, Lindsay? You've still won the GoBo voucher. Congratulations. Oh, wow. Cool. $200 GoBo voucher. That's Yeah, that's eerie. That's eerie how close we came to. Don't you Very dare impressive. eat that last TikTok biscuit, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, what, how do you, how Lindsay, are you, who do you think should get the Who do you think should get the TikTok it's biscuit? It's the last one. Oh, gosh. That's really difficult. Um, what about Harvey's? Harvey's? Oh, no, I th- yeah, Bell Conan or Fishwick? <laughs> no, Ned, you take it for that joke. That was pretty bad. That was a Harvey Norman joke. You take that. Take the TikTok biscuit. Great, Lindsay. I am so sorry for I- making that joke with you having to listen to it. I see you left the most stale one in the jar. Yeah, I did. Well done. Well done. Very clever, mate. Very, very clever. This is like a rock. I can't remember if it was last podcast or the one before it, but we were talking about Flubber. Well, you mentioned Flubber. I did mention Flubber, and it was not welcomed. You didn't enjoy the fact that I was mentioning Flubber. Well, because I can't remember the context, but I remember you saying we you should... Like, did we, your childhood dog die while that movie was on or something? Like, no, what happened? Because you were like, well, let's invent Flubber. Like, it's something we can do, but we just haven't gotten around to yet. And I was I was trying to get across to you that that movie is I, fiction. I reckon it is probably in the list of things we could do if science really committed itself to... 
sentient goo. Sentient gl- blobs. And mm-hmm. you think that they would be fine? You think that that's not a, a oh, bad no, idea? They'd rise up and yeah. kill us all. But <laughs> exactly, I just think yeah. we could do it if we needed to. But uh, it got my brain thinking and I was like, let me just go and have a walk down memory lane and check out Flubber. I came to realise that Flubber's actually like a remake of a very old movie. Is it really? Disney had a movie came out in 1961 and it's a remake of that. Which, Is it actually? I didn't realise that at all. It's sort of a remake. Obviously, they didn't have the CGI to have like a goo flying around, yeah. but it was the same sort of premise. I didn't realise like Jerry, like Jerry Lewis made a movie called The Nutty Professor, and then that was like Eddie Murphy's was like a reimagining of that. Yeah. The, the, when I find this stuff out, it always blows my mind. They, they didn't call it Flubber because I think in 1961 when it came out, that maybe could have been a swear word or something. Or yeah, like it okay. would have, someone was like, my goodness, you don't say Flubber. Don't talk about my wife that way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm. So it was called, the movie was called The Absent-Minded Professor. Terrible name. Very bad name. Very nice. But that's a wordy title for a movie. And honestly, it's more appropriate for The Nutty Professor. Like mm. if you were going to maybe the absent-minded make, professor, yeah. make it more relevant, you would call him The Nutty Professor as, a, as opposed to The Absent-Minded Professor. Mm-hmm. Sent me down a rabbit hole though. I've, had, I've found a bunch of um, movies that Disney made seemingly where they were just pumping out movies. Kurt Russell's in most of these, I'll yeah, say. No, he's in a lot of Disney movies. Can I just, before you start this, mm-hmm. these what you're trying to say is the list of bad Disney titles. Like, the marketing department was obviously on holidays. As bad as the absent-minded yeah, professor. That's a bad name for a movie. These, I don't actually even understand how... Disney continued on as a brand after naming so many so many movies such bad unappealing names. Uh, we won't go. I'll just do, read them out in the order that I've written them okay, down. Yeah, um, right. Up first, we have the nineteen. 19- what, what, what happens if I disagree? What happens? Would you like me to pitch to you why I think it's actually an okay name? It's, it's a good title. Yeah, yeah I would a love quick, that. Quick little elevator. Okay, pitch, very right? good. So nineteen seventy one. I close my eyes. Sorry. Ten years after the absent minded professor came out, Disney released the Million Dollar Duck. Nah, I'm in. Why? <laughs> why? Why is that is, what you is, just... Is the duck a millionaire? Yes. Is, well, uh, do you hunt for a duck that's worth a million dollars? I'm curious. I'm intrigued. And I'm probably going to watch the trailer. It just sounds like you're more confused than anything. It doesn't sound like you're intrigued. Also, you won't believe it. It's just a duck that lays golden eggs. That's it. It's exposed to radiation. So it's sort of like the Hulk, but if he was a duck. What yeah. happens to you if I eat the eggs? <laughs> that's it. You turn into the Hulk. Okay, up next, we have 1965. With the movie That Darn Cat. <laughs> hey, that's lazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's lazy. <laughs> Margaret Miller, a bank hostage, enlists the help of a cat to inform people that she's in trouble. When the police learn about it, they assign Kelso to the case and ask him to rescue Miss Miller. L- too much responsibility you're putting on this cat. Can I say too, though, that in the 60s, mm. you know how like in Gone with the Wind, it's like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Yeah. That was like very controversial. I wonder if That Darn Cat was like, that f- Cat <laughs> by Disney. <laughs> I wonder if that's people are like I can't take oh, my children to go and see children this movie. Of that <laughs> cat. No way. <laughs> Up next, we have Kurt Russell starring in the 1969 movie, The Computer That Wore Tennis Shoes. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's classic though. That's like a cult is, classic. Yeah. Is it though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it about then? It's I don't actually know. Exactly, I yeah. just know the title, The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes, which says to me... It's iconic. It's iconic, yeah. and that's actually a title that stood the test of time. I think it's a Simpsons episode that parodies that title. You know what? I actually agree with you on that one. It's not bad, and it is iconic, and I think it's funny enough that it, it, get, it gets through. What about this? There's, you see the book everywhere um, nowadays of people trying to save money. Not the Barefoot Investor, mm. but in 1971, Disney released the Barefoot Executive. 
Yeah, great. I, is I, it? No, again, you keep saying are, it's great. These are terrible, yeah. and I have no idea if it has anything to do with when Disney actually left the earth. Yeah. I think maybe just the quality <laughs> control dipped. But I now want to see a series of films based on the, that f- cat franchise. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the meerkat was a real son of a b- <laughs> No one could get a goddamn handle on that cow. <laughs> Would you like to guess what the Barefoot Executive's about? What? A, a monkey that is in charge of like a TV network and yeah. the tagline is look who's gone bananas yeah, I, I think he's still probably at that point more qualified to run the Disney marketing department than whoever was doing it in the 60s <laughs> it's amazing they're still around <laughs> All right, time for us to go. Uh, we're going to be here tomorrow giving you another chance at $200 worth of Go Boat vouchers, so please do come back. Oi, uh, also, if you are if you know someone who used to listen to our radio show, whatever, tell them that this podcast exists. A lot of people still don't know about it. Yeah, we've had a few people come up and be like, oh, so sorry, what happened to you guys? Don't stress. There's there, a podcast. This podcast we're exists. Having fun. Yeah, tell people about it. You guys can promote it because... God knows we also are. Yep, and it's uh, expensive to promote stuff, so just do it for us. <laughs> do um, it for free, yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, go and give the podcast a rating, subscribe, do all that stuff. We please. really appreciate it. That is our yucky shill for the week. Yeah, I'm glad that we um, left until the very end. We no, got all good. the nice stuff out of the smart, way. Yeah, smart yep, behavior. Yep, yep, yep. Um, can I just say quickly that uh, we are going to have another $200 Go Boat voucher up for grabs tomorrow. This is the place to be if you would like some chuckles and some vouchers. What are you saying? You just like run out of things to say because you already said that the go boat. We just just hadn't quite hit the forty-minute mark, so there we go. We're done. And phoning it in for a Monday. (laughs) Well, that was the Ned and Josh podcast. Make sure to find the boys on socials. Just search at Ned and Josh.